0: In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. The U.S. House of Representatives is looking for a new Speaker of the House. Congressman Kevin McCarthy was removed from his role on Tuesday. Congressman Tim Wahlberg still stands behind McCarthy, telling us the exercise of removing the Speaker was unnecessary. I think he's done a fabulous job in light of the fact that he has had a very very small majority to work with and several of those right from the get-go we finding out uh, we're hoping for a small majority so they could force the speaker's hand in ways that would go against the rest of the conference. Wahlberg says at the core of this is a small group that opposed any budget deals that didn't include what Wahlberg calls unrealistic demands. I would love to get basically everything that those members are wanting to get, and I've said so in conference. I'm willing to vote for any of that, and maybe even more. As conservatives, you want to go, but I also deal in reality that we're not going to get all of that. Wahlberg says McCarthy has helped Republicans get several wins this year, and the caucus should be building on those wins rather than sowing chaos. He adds McCarthy's opponents haven't been able to present a better option than McCarthy, Congressman Bill Heisinger agreed, voting not to remove McCarthy Tuesday. Nevertheless, McCarthy was removed from the Speaker's role 216 to 210. The South Haven City Council has lent its voice to a campaign asking the Michigan Department of Natural Resources to install another wooden covered bridge along the Calhaven Trail at the site of the former Nichols covered bridge over the Black River. The DNR removed the popular bridge as part of a maintenance project, and locals want its replacement to resemble the old bridge. South Haven resident Dick Bruvan told the city council this week citizens are asking for the city and the township to support this move. That will help us convince the DNR, put away these past concerns you have of whatever happened, and work with us now to get a decent wooden bridge with a cover over the Black River. Councilmember Wendy Onuki said she was excited to see the bridge question come before their body. I have pictures of my girls from when they were little. Like It's so special to our family to go out there and ride through in every single season, so I would like to figure out a way to get that back. The city council approved a resolution in support of the effort. It comes at no cost to the city. The friends of the Calhaven Trail have been working to convince the DNR to replace the Nichols Bridge with something that resembles the old landmark. The public is invited to submit comments on the new master plan for Tiscornia and Paddler Parks in St. Joseph. Department of Public Works Director Greg Grothaus tells us the document will guide improvements at the parks for the years to come. It begins the development of Paddler Park which is the city's newest park. There's nothing there. It's just a gravel space. It used to be the old city water tower location. So there's really nothing there. It's right on the river. So there would be some parking. The plan calls for an accessible canoe kayak launch. There'd be a little observation deck over the river. You could just sit there and look out of the river. You could fish. Groundhouse says the Krasel Arts Center has also offered a statue to be displayed at Paddler Park. Meanwhile, plans for Tiscornia Park include a maintenance garage, restroom improvements, a new enclosed space for the dumpster, and the eventual replacement of the pavilion with another that is just like the current one. Public complaints caused the St. Joe Public Advisory Board to drop plans for a larger pavilion where events like weddings could be held. Godhouse says the public can see the park's plan at the city's website. The St. Joe City Commission will consider the document on Monday. Spare some change for cancer. It's a fundraiser by the Berrien County Cancer Service and it's planned for later this month at Pete's Cider Social in Stevensville. Event organizer Mary Morphy tells us the event is a chance for attendees to bowl, have some beverages and mingle for a good cause. It's $10 to get in, and you can support at higher levels with different donations. $10 could help provide miscellaneous turbans or hats or wig supplies for individuals who are coping with hair loss. $25 can help provide bed pads and other supplies. $50 helps to provide weekly nutritional supplements for up to five patients. So there's a lot of different things. As you get up in your donation, there's things that you can help support. Morphy says Marion County Cancer Service is in its 75th year, now having helped those battling cancer since 1948. She invites everyone to come hungry and thirsty because food trucks will be on site. Those interested are asked to check in on their Facebook event page. You can also just show up. Spare Some Change for Cancer happens on Wednesday, October 18th from 5.30 to 8 p.m. Set for this Saturday is the Midwest Canine Obstacle Run at the Woods Fitness Park in Benton Harbor. Organizer Michael Petlick tells us they're inviting dog owners to bring their four-legged friends and test their mettle on the course. It will include more than 40 obstacles in a 5K race that takes runners through water, up hills, over ramps, through tunnels, and under objects. Petlick says this is the third such event they've held and it's great to see what the dogs can do. Oh, it's awesome. Just for the fact that it's every kind of dog you can imagine. I mean, we had Chihuahuas, Corgis, all the way up to last year we had a great Dane named Mr. Ed. Pedlick says the day is a chance for anyone to bond with their pooch. It's $100 to compete, and that comes with a t-shirt and a finishing medal. Packet pickups start at 6.30 a.m. with the event starting at 8. We have a link to more information at our website, WSJM.com. If you hear some noise coming from Tiscornia Beach in St. Joseph today, don't be alarmed. It's just lest we forget doing some pyrotechnic testing. The Historical Preservation Group is preparing for a reenactment of the D-Day invasion set to take place on June 22nd next year at the beach. The St. Joe Department of Public Safety says they're practicing with pyrotechnics, although it has not specified further than that. It does say some nearby residents may hear some loud noises coming from the beach for about an hour, from noon till 1 p.m. Lest we forget, is gearing up for their 80th anniversary of D-Day in 2024. Flu season is right around the corner, and the new flu vaccine is available. The CDC recommends vaccines against a possible triple-demic this fall. That's the flu, COVID, and RSV. The CDC strategy includes encouraging people to get the flu vaccine. Flu shots do not protect you year after year since the flu strain changes every year. MSU Healthcare Pharmacy Director Sandy Campbell. It's recommended for everyone to receive a flu vaccine every year, basically to give a person's immune system protection from the flu vaccine every year, um, a person's immune protection declines over time, so an annual vaccination is needed to get the best protection from the flu. Flu viruses are constantly changing. That's MSU Healthcare Pharmacy Director Sandy Campbell. An alternative option to protect yourself from the flu is the nasal spray version. The Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber is taking nominations for its annual Business Recognition Awards. As heard on the WSJM Morning Show, the Chamber's Sarah Spoonholtz Tells us they honor outstanding businesses and individuals every year at the Business Recognition Breakfast Awards ceremony. This year it'll be held in February. So we have six different awards that we are looking for nominations for. The winners will be selected during live voting once again at our annual meeting in February at the Mendel Center's Grand Upton Hall. So we're definitely looking forward to that. Lots of great opportunity to recognize individuals, to recognize businesses in and around Southwest Michigan who have been doing something great. There is the Economic Impact Award, the Small Business of the Year Award, the Nonprofit Excellence Award, the Best New Business Award, the Rising Star Award, and the Pat Moody Award. That last one goes to an individual who has made a significant mark in the community. Spoonhold says the nomination period runs through November 15. Voting for the awards will take place live at the Business Recognition Breakfast, and the awards will be presented there. We have a link to the nomination form at our website, wsjm.com. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.